Welcome to the Daily Bite. I'm your host, Pastor Steve Andrews. Today we continue with the Psalms with Psalm 58. To the choir master, according to Do Not Destroy, a mictum of David. Do you indeed decree what is right, you gods? Do you judge the children of man uprightly? No, in your hearts you devise wrongs. Your hand deals out violence on the earth. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray from birth, speaking lies. They have venom like the venom of a serpent, like the deaf adder that stops its ear so that it does not hear the voice of charmers or of the cunning enchanter. O God, break the teeth in their mouths. Tear out the fangs of young lions, O Yahweh. Let them vanish like water that runs away. When he aims his arrows, let them be blunted. Let them be like the snail that dissolves into slime, like the stillborn child who never sees the sun. Sooner than your pots can feel the heat of thorns, whether green or ablaze, may he sweep them away. The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Mankind will say, surely there is a reward for the righteous. Surely there is a God who judges on earth. This is the word of the Lord. Like the psalm right before it, Psalm 58 is a mictum, so another unknown musical notation about a specific style of psalm, it would appear, but it's also according to that same tune in Psalm 57, Do Not Destroy, so another song that they would sing, that this would mirror it in some ways. As we look at this one, It is pretty straightforwardly David praying against the enemies of God's people that the Lord would destroy them. And as I've mentioned before, you can ask it again, especially if it hasn't been recent, can we pray this kind of prayer against our enemies? Indeed, Jesus does teach us in Matthew chapter 5 that we should love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us, and this is true, uh, without a doubt. It's a both and the same time, that we are also given to pray against our enemies, because the Psalms are also God's word. And so we pray that the Lord would not let his people suffer forever, that he would be swift to bring vengeance and justice. And at the same time, we pray that the Lord would care for our enemies, that he would bring them to repent of their sins, that they may be forgiven and no longer be our enemy but be our brother and sister in Christ and join us in paradise someday. We pray both. So here's David's prayer. Do you indeed decree what is right, you gods? This seems to be a reference to earthly kings. False gods, David would not give such credit as having hearts and hands to actually do things because verse 2 makes it sound like they actually do do things. So earthly kings, oftentimes in history, they've liked to view themselves as gods anyway. Uh, There's no lack of that through history. The the Roman emperors, the Egyptian pharaohs, Antiochus IV, uh, the, the enemy of God's people in the Old Testament, 
uh, prophecies of Daniel in multiple chapters there. So certainly a possibility to look at this as earthly kings or some kind of other ruler would be the other option. Do they do what is right? Do they judge uprightly? And David says they don't. Because they are not after the Lord's heart, as God describes David as being in the Old Testament. And so instead they chase after the desires of their own sinful hearts, which is only evil. I, For example, I was studying the book of Esther recently, and King Ahasuerus, also known as King Xerxes, as he cast off his wife Vashti the queen because she had re- well, she rejected his command, and that's not good, he seeks to take a new wife to himself. He has this contest bringing beautiful virgins to himself, and he's going to sleep with them all, and that basically makes all of them his wives. But after spending a night with one, he sends them away. They go into the second harem. They don't get to see him again unless he summons them by name. And as this all plays out, he's smitten with Esther. She finds his favor, and he makes her his queen. But even after this, as you continue on in the text, he does it again. He calls for a second gathering of virgins, even after Esther has been made his queen. Men are wicked. Genesis 6, the thoughts of men, nothing but evil, continuously. Romans 3, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. These earthly leaders seek out their own path instead of honoring the Lord who gave them their authority in the first place. Wicked are estranged from the womb. David in Psalm 51 verse 5 pushes it even earlier, conception. But here, yes, they they pop out the womb and they're they're not a blank slate. They're not innocent to be shaped and molded. They are evil. This is true also of us as we think of the the teaching of original sin. I have been evil in rebellion against God since the moment I was conceived and that it is only by God's grace. It is only through the work of Jesus Christ that that is otherwise, that there there is a new reality, that I am newly born as a child of God. So they go astray speaking lies. They have venom like serpents. So you think of a snake here, especially with verse 6 as well, uh, the fangs, those teeth, and how they bite and inject that venom to kill. And, uh, well, the words of, of men do hurt as we slander each other, as we tear down one another's reputations, as we plot to steal and kill and destroy. And we often harden our hearts And that's the the rest of verse 4 and 5 here. The deaf adder that stops its ear so it doesn't hear the voice of charmers or enchanters. Snake handlers. You've probably seen one of those uh, in a cartoon or a movie at some point or another. Maybe you've seen them in person. Where they keep a snake in a basket and they play their little flute and the snake pops its head out and obeys what they want them to do and so forth. Well, this one doesn't anymore. It's managed to to work its way out of that. It doesn't want to obey. It wants to do what it wants, and that's to destroy. So, so does the hardened heart that we even reject and resist the the Lord and what He would give us to do. We reject the re- repentance that He calls us to have, and we continue to seek to 
explore our own violence and, and do the things of our sinful nature. So David prays that God would break their teeth. And that does sound very painful. I mean, the point here is that it's the teeth that inject the venom take away their power. And then he translates that, or transitions from, from snakes to lions who have the, the strength to, to pounce and crush and devour as well. Very different attacker is a lion than a snake, and yet all around us we see these kinds of sin. Sin devastates, it destroys. He continues to pray against them, not only break their teeth and tear out the fangs, let them vanish like water that runs away. Pour water down a slope and watch it run away. And then come back the next day and see that the slope is dry. Or maybe come back in a half an hour if it's a nice sunny afternoon. See that the slope is dry. Let them vanish. David prays that the enemies of God, that the enemies of his people would simply disappear. That God would do away with them compares them to arrows, that if they're like arrows, instead of being sharp, they would be blunted so that they don't have the same kind of sting and death attached to them. Like a snail that dissolves into slime. Uh, that one's an image I haven't seen. I, I, I don't know that I would like to see that poor creature uh, die in such a way. But again, David's prayer that the enemies of God would be defeated. Like the stillborn child who never sees the sun. That's probably the hardest line. Well, there's another one, verse 10b. But this is tough. As some of you have experienced this, I know my family, we've experienced a miscarriage, so it wasn't a stillbirth, but the same idea, a, a child who died. A child who never sees the sun. If the, if the evil one does not see the sun, the evil one cannot harm others. So David's prayer is, again, for the protection of God's people. This is actually something Jesus himself says, or very similar. When he speaks of Judas in Matthew chapter 26, verse 24, he said, The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. Judas, who would betray him, answered, Is it I, Rabbi? He said to him, you have said so. It's a note of judgment that the Lord would judge Judas. Judas would have been better off if he had not had the opportunity to commit such sin against Christ. Not that he would be innocent, but levels of judgment almost described in that passage. And verse 9 continues the same idea. Sooner than your pots can feel the heat of thorns, may he sweep them away. So this is the picture of, you're, you know, you're growing a crop, you're growing a plant in a pot, and instead of it having even time to spring up and have the weeds spring up alongside of it that could possibly harm it, before that even can happen, may God sweep them away. So it's the same picture. May God deliver his judgment so swiftly that these cannot harm anymore. Verse 10, and when this happens, the righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance of God. It's a really hard statement, but it's also true. When the Lord comes on the day of judgment and he separates the sheep and the goats, 
and he welcomes us into paradise but casts others into hell, we are promised that there will be no mourning or sadness in paradise. We won't be sad. We will rejoice in the salvation that the Lord has given. And that's hard to hear now because for some of us it strikes very close to home. That some that we love, some that we know, some that we have tried so hard to share Christ with, they don't believe. And they will be cast out into the place of weeping and gnashing of teeth. And we wonder how we could possibly rejoice to see the judgment. But those who reject God are his enemies. And so we will rejoice that the Lord triumphs over his enemies because we are his. It may not make a lot of sense to us now, but it is a true statement, and someday we will see it. And on that day, we will be okay with it. We'll rejoice. Now, I mentioned there was a harder line maybe even than the stillborn, and that's that we will bathe our feet in the blood of the wicked. That is a tough line. Uh, It's not uncommon. I mean, Malachi chapter 4, verse 3 would be an example of that, that you will trample the wicked, they will be ashes under the soles of your feet. Revelation 14, that the wine press was trodden outside the city, the blood flowed from the wine press as high as a horse's bridle. Uh, This is the the picture of, of God's judgment against the wicked. So these things, again, they're true. The Lord will, will avenge his people. He will avenge his saints. He will avenge his martyrs. He will, he will snuff out evil in this world. Sin will be no more. And so we rejoice that the Lord has redeemed us. We rejoice that we aren't going to be snuffed out, but that we get to live, that Christ has forgiven our sin. And again, as I mentioned before, we pray that this would be true also for our enemies. May the Lord send his Holy Spirit, pour out his Holy Spirit to create faith in this earth among our enemies that they may also see and believe and be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Mankind will say, surely there is a reward for the righteous. Surely there is a God who judges on earth. The last family conversation for today God's judgment. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? The judgment of God, that really depends on which side you're on. If you believe in Jesus Christ, the judgment day of God is a glorious day. It is a wonderful day when we are rescued, redeemed, and sin and death are done away with forevermore. We get to enter paradise. But again, for those who have rejected the Lord, who are his enemies, that is a dark day indeed. So, context there. Uh, There is a God who judges on earth. The Christian would say this is good, Um, but for those who are evil, it will be a different end. So again, thanks be to God, and let us pray for those who persecute us, that they may see the light of Jesus. Praise me.